previously on Perceiving the Spirit Realm. Uh, an open door, for example, when someone's character or they allow their emotions and they become angry, uh, that could lead us down a path uh, in our life that could then become another open door that can attack us. And so being unequally yoked can be like that open door in your life where there's a, a, a transfusion that takes place. There's an influence that takes place. There's a integration with your thoughts, with your actions. And you need to understand the enemy's strategy, he will look for any door. He will use uh, so-called love relationship marriages to try and distract that person from their mandate and their purpose that God has sent them to earth for. We may have problems, but I think when people get married from a worldly perspective, we call it baggage, mm -hmm. right? Like each person yeah, brings yeah. their own baggage. But from a Christian point of view, it's actually much more than that. It's more uh, spiritual. And that's, yeah. it's, it's really interesting how you said that the enemy will use any door and will mm -hmm. strike at any point. But just going on that topic of marriage, uh, there are so many people who behave as Christians, who play the part and who come to church, who do all the right things, say all the right things. And, you, you know, we, we believe them and we uh, either we make a mistake or, you know, we're uh, fooled by their show. And people, uh, Christians get married to such Christians. So then what happens? Like, what do we do? Uh, again, like lawlessness uh, and righteousness is now uh, come together and there's havoc in the family. So then like, what do we do? What is the answer? Well, you know, sometimes when the knot is tied, to untie the knot uh, in a rope sometimes can be very difficult because mm. it's now entwined. Mm. Uh, and so uh, what happens? Well, uh, I would let, can I may go back to the beginning? If, if that is the case, I would strongly suggest, encourage, direct, that if those individuals, using your term now, are portraying to be believers and they're in the church mm -hmm. and, and they want to now be connected and, and, and have a relationship, be married to someone else who's also pretending to be a believer. I think the responsibility really comes to the leader of the church, the leaders of the church, the pastor of that particular church, or where that in those individuals are attending. Mm. Uh, so there's a, uh, an accountability on both sides. Mm. Those who want to get married should approach the leadership and not just, well, that my family wants me to get married. No, no. Mm. The reason why you are part of a local church or a congregation or a group of people is because there's a leader. And if that leader is but from God, there should be counsel that takes place. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. Right. Counseling, not just talking, but we have the Holy Spirit with the gifts of the Spirit where we can discern, hey, why you want to get married? Why you want to do this? For example, uh, when I officiated weddings, I, I, one of my requirements is, is like a minimum of six weeks of counsel before. Wow, okay. So we can go through these issues. We can go through the issues of faith, go through the issues of why you want to get married, mm -hmm. go through the issues of, of faith. What does that mean? And so I think there's two parts here. There's one, to answer your question, is what we can do beforehand mm -hmm. to prepare people. Right. We're talking about marriage, 
to prepare people correctly. Because you see, everybody focuses on the wedding. Mm, yeah, but the next, one day. Yes. Yeah, and then they wake up the next morning, and it is the marriage. Okay. You're waking up with somebody else, you know, <laughs> that uh, you have to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the words that they say, uh, they, they are binding. Mm. Yes, we are all flesh and blood. People make mistakes. We understand that. That's where we have the grace of God that comes in. We ask for forgiveness, but we need to correct, take accountability and correct. So how do we help people now? Uh, and so there's also accountability on those who want to get married. Mm. They need to not, oh, my family said I must get married. Okay. The family is encouraging you. They want, you know, in some cultures, mm. you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's an arranged marriage. You still need to go to the pastor right. if you're a believer and say, uh, my family's arranging. So what counsel can you give me? Right. What must I be careful of? Because no one, may I use this illustration? I know you're doing this this podcast and there are going to be many people that are going to be listening to this and, yeah. and we give them godly advice. Uh, the yeah. term that I use when I, when I counsel people and those who want to get married, you know, I refer to the woman as the pot mm. and the man as the lid. Now you can imagine, let's paint this picture on this canvas. Yeah, you are the woman, you're in the kitchen and you're cooking food and you have a pot on the stove. Uh, and if uh, that pot normally has a lid, but if it's the wrong lid, you're forever standing at that stove or the fire, making sure that the, the valuable food that has been cooked in that pot, that uh, it doesn't vapor away. Mm. It doesn't burn away. There's no, you've got to keep on adding water because it's steaming. Mm. Correct. But if you have the right lid, you can put on that lid and it seals and it contains what has been cooked inside of that pot. Right. You can then go and, and go for a wash. You can go do your hair and mm. come back at a certain time because you are confident with the right lid and the right pot mm. that the contents is not burnt. Mm. Using that same picture. Yeah. See, too many ladies try too many lids. Mm. And when they do find the right lid, there's not much substance in them mm. to give to their partner. Okay. Likewise, the, you know, there's a saying in the Western world, you know, young men go sow, go, go, go do your wild oats, go and, and sow your wild oats. In other words, go have a free time and go and sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. And so as a lid, they're covering many, many other parts. Mm. But when they come actually to find the right pot, they don't have any substance. So now you have a pot and a lid that have given themselves mm. to many others. And so there's no substance within them. What do they bring with them? Everybody else's spirits oh. and emotions that they carry. Because the word of God says when you are joined together, you join spirit, soul, and body. Oh, and so whatever that individual and whoever they have had intimacy with, they bring that into right. now supposedly the right marriage. Right. And they chaos. And so perhaps this, this little surgery of yours <laughs> about marriage is to help somebody. They need to think about it very clearly. That's why the Bible says the marriage bed is undefiled and we need to remain virgin. It is, it's been us speaking against the flow of modern day thinking, but that is biblical because if we remain a virgin, if we remain pure uh, for the right pot, for the right lid, 
But then, as I said, we are not talking against the flow of modern thinking, of, of the, the thinking of modern man, um, where he is, doesn't want to be accountable, where he doesn't want to take responsibility, where, well, I'm just going to go to a party and do what I want to do. But then there's those problems arrive. But when we obey the word of God, because that is our foundation, the word of God, everything else is going to pass away. Prophetic words are going to pass away. Uh, the word, the world is going to pass, but the word of God mm. is going to remain. And so that it is like the law of gravity. Yeah. We are all, <laughs> uh, we susceptible. We are all accountable to the law of gravity. Uh, no matter if you're a believer, an unbeliever, a saint, a non-saint, um, if you're going to jump off a cliff, what's going to happen? <laughs> you cannot control that law of gravity. You're going to fall. Even if you have a parachute, you're still going to land. <laughs> you just land softly. It's the same with marriage law. Yeah. Mm. There's a law of God's word. And he encourages us. He's, he says, you know, we've got to remain pure, remain a virgin, so that when that pot and pot and lid have remained pure and they've kept themselves for the right person, the marriage is going to be a lot easier going forward. The challenge is going to be a lot less because they're not going to be dealing, using your word, they don't have to deal with baggage and excessive baggage from others that they have collected that they have collected along their life. They don't have to worry about that. And so I hope this question uh, and this answer is going to help many, many people. And dear friend, if you have been in that situation, like the woman at the well, when Jesus spoke to her and he revealed to her, you know, look what happens when you have baggage. You're ostracized. People know you have baggage. Hmm. People can perceive you have baggage. You don't have to be a believer to perceive uh, that someone's got baggage. And when someone's got baggage, uh, they become afraid of you. Don't come near my man. They don't, you don't get invited to a party. Uh, you know, using the modern term, that woman was at midday collecting water because she was ostracized. She, she was alone. Her whole disposition, she became, she was yoked with so many broken relationships. Can you imagine how many husbands and the one that you're living with now is not your husband because she was so broken. She, she, she was abused physically, mentally, sexually abused and that nobody wanted anything to do with. But then Jesus comes and Jesus says, I know. And so if you drink of me, if, if you accept my forgiveness, and so if there's someone listening to us, and you found yourself in, in this very same position, there is a way out. You can have a second chance. That is, you say, Jesus, I accept my responsibility. I made bad choices. I accept them. Please forgive me. Amen. According to the word of God, wash me in your blood. Cleanse me. Help me to go on to another path. With my partner, together we repent uh, because we understand that we brought into our relationship so much baggage. and. Uh, what happened to that woman at the well? Uh, the very people that abused her, mm. where did she go to? She ran to the village and she approached the men mm. who were her accusers, her abusers, and they saw the difference. 
Something's happened to this woman. She hasn't got this yoke upon her anymore. Something's happened. And she said, come see a man. Come see a man who, who totally healed me, totally delivered me. So her countenance changed. Her shoulders were put back. Her head was lifted. There was a shine upon her face because she had met someone by the name of Jesus who changed her baggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for listening to today's episode. As we dwell deeper into the spirit realm and the different ways we can get attacked, it's liberating to know that we don't have to live with demonic attacks. Jesus is the way, truth and the life. And he came to give abundant life. All we need to do is accept him as our Lord and Savior and rest knowing we have already won the battle because we are his children. Check out our monthly series, Break Every Chain, that drops every month. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more updates. Catch you next week. Until then, stay blessed.